mis riquezas más que está recibiendo me gusta regalar tan solo estoy pidiendo We do. 
Okay, that was a random set. We had, uh, first of all, Jack Kerouac from an album that he made with uh, Steve Allen, uh, the pianist. Poetry for the Beat Generation. That was Slouch Hat by Jack Kerouac. And then from uh, Jenny Rivera, the late Jenny Rivera, late as uh, born and raised in Long Beach, California. And the bad news this week for her ex, Esteban Loyasa. Loyasa? Hope I'm getting that right. Who was a pitcher. Uh, for a while, a very accomplished pitcher. An all-star, started the all-star game for the American League, won 20 games with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, was arrested in just across the border here in California with a big catch of uh, cocaine that was in a, uh, in a secret room in his house. Jenny sang, ni princesa ni esclava. I'm not a princess, but I'm not a slave. Just a woman. And John Fromer there, another late comrade, brother, John Fromer, uh, with We Do the Work. What I want to do now is finish the Deportees uh, documentary. Tim Z. Hernandez's attempt to find out who those 28 deportees were, the ones who are sung about in the famous Woody Guthrie song. Here we go. What does it take to start something from nothing? And what does it take to actually build it? I'm Guy Raz. Every week on How I Built This, I speak with founders behind some of the most inspiring companies in the world. Find it on NPR One or wherever you get your podcasts. whose bodies had been buried in a mass grave under a plaque that read 28 Mexican citizens. And not long after Tim put out the call, he got a response. Someone gave me a piece of newspaper and said, look, they're talking about your grandpa's uh, plane crash. This is Jaime Ramirez. We met him in Fresno with Tim. And I started reading it. He said, and I got my computer and I started... Jaime went to his computer and started writing Tim an email. He wrote in Spanish, I know about the accident because that's where my maternal grandfather, named Ramon Paredes, and my uncle, Guadalupe Ramirez Lara, were killed. Jaime then included his address my phone number, and ended and with, and, uh, if you need information, just let me know. Anything that you want to know, just yeah. tell me. <laughs> what do you need to know? I'm right here. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and so that was really hopeful. Your email, as short as it was and as quick as it was, it had so much hope inside of it. And so I was excited to, to meet you right away, yeah. And not only is Jaime a surviving family member, but Tim didn't have to go to Mexico. 
Jaime was right there in Fresno. Jaime owns a restaurant called Ole Frijole, and everyone in Fresno knows the restaurant. Most of the employees there are related to Jaime, and they're descendants of two of the passengers from the plane crash, his uncle and his grandpa. So when he first told me that that was his restaurant, I said, no, I said, you're kidding, because I've been there since I was a kid. You know, I've been going there. I've, yeah. I'm sure I've seen you before, and yeah. that's my restaurant. And I said, yeah, it's legendary. And he said, yeah, it is. You were looking for me, and I was right there. <laughs> and Jaime was there all along in more than one way. Remember the flowers that someone was putting on the mass grave on Dia de los Muertos? And I said, wow, you know, I wonder who that person is. Later on, I would learn that it was... It was you? Yes, I was in Salinas. It was Jaime. He's the one that was putting flowers on the grave. He was Tim's first found family member. And turns out, he was also Tim's golden ticket. The newspaper that my grandmother kept, and I kept it, I don't know why. So here's what happened. Not long after the crash in 1948, a small Spanish-language newspaper published an article that listed every passenger with the correct spelling of both last names. And it had all the names and where they were from in Mexico, the little towns. This was it. Three years of searching, and Tim finally had their names. Very old. It looks like it's a front page, right? Uh, yeah, it is. It is the front page. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it's a front page, and in the front page, you have the two photos of a priest <laughs> uh, looking the over the, the bodies yeah. for the funeral service. On the right side is the column that has all of the names first, last name, where they're from, the names of their parents or wives if they knew them. Wow. I'm going to try to translate that as beautifully as it is written in Spanish. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, the 31st of January, that just passed, there was a funeral for the 28 compatriots that were chosen by destiny to perish in an unfortunate accident near Colinga, California. Like, just the way that this mm -hmm. is written is super, like, old oh, it's, newspaper. It's very but poetic it's really also. poetic. It's very poetic. In fact, even the, even the um, biblical sort of... Um, Seeing how the Spanish-language paper uh, wrote about the 28 Mexican victims made it even more clear just how differently their deaths were treated and how their remains were handled. 28 families without closure, without being able to have a physical place to mourn. And although, yes, most of the families knew how their sons, brothers, and husbands had died, they didn't get to have a funeral or a place to visit their loved one, lay flowers, just grieve. And as any cemetery director would know, Carlos says there is an importance to being able to visit someone's grave. It just, uh, a sense of emptiness, like, wait a minute, you know, it's not just uh, some John Doe that got, you know, no family, indigent, nobody knows. There was information, and so it left kind of a blank there, like, wait a minute. You know. So now, with the full names spelled correctly, Tim, Carlos, and Jaime could start the process of making a proper headstone with all the names on it. And they would also travel to Mexico to try and find other families. Tim wanted to tell them that their loved ones were no longer in a nameless mass grave. 
So the first family Tim wanted to meet was Jaime's. Remember, both his grandfather and great uncle died in the crash. So Tim and Jaime got on a plane and flew to Guanajuato in central Mexico. They were there on the 67th anniversary of the crash. Jaime set up a meeting with his family, and right at 10.40 a.m., the time when the plane crashed, they had a moment of silence. During the trip, Jaime told Tim a little more about his grandfather and great-uncle. Guadalupe and Ramon grew up in Charco de Pantoja, a farming community in Guanajuato. When they got older, they both owned land and farmed garbanzo beans, wheat, and alfalfa. But their town struggled to get an irrigation system in place. They didn't have the money to get it set up. That's when the idea to go work in the fields in California came up. So they both went back and forth working as braceros and bringing money back to their town. Do you remember stories growing up about them? Yeah. It's my, my, my tío. I still let him see. Era muy contento. Le gustaba andar a caballo. Y le gustaba tirar balazos. Sí, le gustaba, sí. His uncle liked horse riding and to just like my, shoot up bullets in the air. Mi papá me decía que iba al pueblo a oír los balazos. Decía, es el pelos de lote. Así le llamaban a mi tío porque estaba muy güero. His uncle was so blonde that they called him corn hair, yes. like <laughs> pelos de lote. Jaime's family is split between Fresno, California and Guanajuato. And these are the types of stories that have been keeping his grandfather alive in Jaime's memory. So for Jaime to tell his family, his mother mostly, that her father would no longer be buried under a nameless headstone, it was life-changing. Now we know who the people are. Now we know who their lives are, who their family are. We know how they, how they are in this community. So on September 2nd, 2013, the new headstone was unveiled in the cemetery. These braceros, who were once invisible and forgotten under a mass grave, had their names on a big, beautiful marble headstone. Miguel Negrete Álvarez, Francisco Llamas Durán, Santiago García Elizondo, Rosalío Padilla Estrada, Bernabé López García, Ramón Paredes González, Tomás Aviña de Gracia, Guadalupe Ramírez Lara, Severo Medina Lara. In this moment of having these names carved into stone forever, this is what Tim and Jaime wanted for years. Manuel Calderón Merín, Luis Cuevas Miranda, Martín Razo Navarro, Ignacio Pérez Navarro, Romano Ochoa Ochoa, Apolonio Ramírez Plasencia, Alberto Carlos Raigosa, Guadalupe Hernández Rodríguez, María Santana Rodríguez, Juan Valenzuela Ruiz, Wenceslao Flores José Ruiz, José Valdivia Sánchez, Jesús Mesa Santo, Palomero Marcas Around the edges of the headstone are 32 leaves for the song that says, Who are these friends all scattered like dry leaves? Which brings us back to the song. Who are all these friends now scattered? Folk musician Pete Seeger, just like Tim, was always curious about his friend Woody Guthrie's inspiration for the poem. When Tim was working on this back in 2013, Pete actually gave him a call. Hi, this is Pete Seeger uh, trying to get a message. Hernandez. I'd like to talk to you. Pete also wanted to know, who were these people? And Tim had the answer. Did you ever think, Pete, you know, singing that song at any point that maybe someday someone would answer answer that, who are these friends? 
No. And he took it on as a job that God would want done. <laughs> Tim wound up meeting Pete in person, where he told him the names of the 28 passengers. And then, in commemoration, Pete played deportee playing Wreck at Los Gatos. Goodbye to my Juan. Goodbye, Rosalita. Adios, mis amigos. Jesus. Tim wouldn't know it, but this would be the last time Pete would sing the song. He died a few months later. And those friends who were scattered like dry leaves had all been memorialized together in the end. The headstone also included the names of the four American crew members, because as Tim saw it, leaving them out would be perpetuating the same kind of omission, that erasure that started all of this in the first place. And since Tim had been in touch with the American families for a while, they were able to travel to Fresno and attend the ceremony at Holy Cross Cemetery. Jaime was there too, and at one point, a brown SUV pulled up and Jaime's brother Guillermo got out. He opened the door and helped his 77-year-old mother, Caritina Paredes Murillo, step out. She was a kid when her father died in the crash. My mother also, I think she said that she felt like uh, she was at an actual burying or ceremony. From oh, because she never got to do an actual funeral. So yes. for her, this was really the yeah. first, as if it was happening like, decades ago. Yes, yeah, she felt like that, like she was burying her father. And when you're standing here right now, what are you thinking no, about? <laughs> muy contento, I have to say in Spanish. Muy contento porque se les está dando un reconocimiento a ellos que nadie siquiera se los, se los, se los hizo. He's happy that there's recognition and honoring of them, finally, in this community at least, because they didn't really get any recognition or anything anywhere else. They were in darkness, you could say. In the, sh in the shadows, almost. Yes, in the shadows, sí. And I'll never forget when we asked her, you know, how do you feel, Caritina? And she said, well, I, I'm crying, and I don't know if they're tears of joy or tears of pain, you know. After hearing the deportee song play a few times during the ceremony, the Ramirez family requested that mariachis play Mexico Lindo y Querido. Mexico Lindo y Querido? <laughs> si muero lejos de ti. Que digan que estoy dormido y que me, y que me traigan. The song lyrics say, My dear and beautiful Mexico, if I die far away from you, say that I'm sleeping so they can bring me back to you. family, Tim continued traveling in Mexico and the U.S. trying to answer Yuri Gatri's question, who are these friends? And as of today, Tim has been able to connect with the relatives of six of the 28 Mexican passengers, so he's still searching. As the chair of the California Latino Legislative Caucus, 
I rise to recognize a tragic incident that occurred 70 years ago. Two weeks ago, on the 70th anniversary of the crash, the California State Senate held an emotional ceremony to formally recognize, for the first time in history, the 28 Mexican victims of the plane crash. Senator Ben Hueso stood next to Jaime and other surviving family members as they held photos of their relatives. And the Senate didn't forget to honor the man who spent seven years of his life making this all possible. Tim Hernandez did the work that the government should have done, but 70 years later, they will be remembered as a valued part of the history of our state. This story was produced by me, Fernanda Chavarri, and Maggie Freeling. It was edited by Nadia Raymond. The Latino USA team includes Marlon Bishop, Andres Caballero, Antonia Cerejido, Jeannie Montalvo, Janice Yamoka, and Sayer Quevedo. Our engineer and music editor is Cornelius Chikmoyla. Our production manager is Natalia Pirejo. Our interns are Stephanie Cano and Luis Williams. Special thanks to Writing's not that easy, but Grammarly can help. 
this sentence is grammatically correct, but it's wordy and hard to read. It undermines the writer's message and the word choice is bland. Niggas should have been doing that before the coronavirus. These niggas is nasty, man. Niggas got weak immune systems. Ain't took no vitamins. Fucking every, fucking everything raw. Niggas. <laughs> so you ain't never had no bleach in the house? You gotta wait till coronavirus come to complain about it being sold out.
take a hundred grand down. Fifty thousand on the lawyer to get my man's out. Lie, taking care of kids that ain't mine. Responsibilities that I ain't mind. This is shit that come with being a real nigga. You was in the house, I was in the field with him. Uh, lawyer fees, a lot of bail money. Uh, investigators in the pill money. Uh, that nigga blew his record deal money. Uh, that's some change, that ain't no real money. Uh, yeah, I put on for my neighborhood. Turkey drives just to make sure that my neighbor's good. Uh, seminary lieutenant. So if you fucking with them suckers, bitch, then you win it. It's hard for you to fit in when you stand out. And everybody that you know, they got their hand out. I could hit the bank and take a hundred grand out. Fifty thousand on the lawyer to get my man's out. It's hard for you to fit in when you stand out. And everybody that you know, they got their hand out. I could hit the bank and take a hundred grand out. Fifty thousand on the lawyer to get my man's out. I'm a street legend. Black love me with a deep reverence. I was birthed in a C-section. Helicopters and police presence. We got ops, so we keep weapons. We on y'all block while y'all eat breakfast. A lot of shots, we broke street records. Watch how you talk, I got reflexes. Watching your cheap necklace. Then we slide at the east exit. But every time we get the fucking niggas up, TMZ catching. Y'all still learning street lessons. From the mastermind, first you master grind, and your team catching. This time it's for the money, I don't need credit. And I'm the dog, cause the street said it. Look. Fuck rap, I'm a street legend. And I'm the dog, cause the street said it. Black love me with a deep reverence. And I'm the dog, cause the street said it. And I got pressure on me. Seven days a week is game seven on me. Life will test you out. You live through that, that's testimony. Giving them hell, but how in the hell I got all these blessings on me? Most of the girls I know addicted to social media. All the time they put in, they could have wrote encyclopedias. Mama said it only takes one time to fuck up your whole Wikipedia. And as your son, I can see the type of life that you see me in. After what happened in Nipsey, I reached out to Kendrick. It wasn't even no real issues there to begin with. Lack of communication and wrong information from people fueled by the ego is like mixing flames with diesel. Energy crazy, I realize that it's a two-way street. What's coming is going, if it don't give you more, it drains you. Should be a billionaire based on the time off I'm not taking. Probably why this shit with me get crazy and we lost a baby. And everybody around me think I'm the one, but we all just one of ones. And I'm walking out the crib, they ask me where I'm going. I told them I'm going on another 10-year run. Niggas is banging over blocks that they don't own, thinking that's home. Boy, you think that's where you from? You don't really know where you from. You don't know how deep your roots is and what your ancestors had done. So God bless all of the sons and daughters who knew their history, so they knew where to take it farther. And all the ones that stuck with me like good barbers, looking at my life story, God's a good author. Never was allowed us in a room, we move like ninjas. And if it costs you peace of mind, it might be too expensive. So I can give you everything that you want from me for free, though. Get you one shot in life, you might not be able to reload. So advanced, I need all my advances. Bro hit me up for cash like we didn't have the same chances. My dad hit me up like, why I don't live in a mansion? I'm trying to focus, but baby girl, keep holding my mind for ransom. And that ain't how it's supposed to be. This man whole got to a beat. And his name's Sean, too. I almost felt like it was me. Damn, I realized all my setbacks were inside of me. In high school, I learned chemistry, biology, but not how to cope with anxiety. Or how I could feel like I'm by myself on an island with depression on all sides of me. 
with a Glock 17 right on the side of me. Look, I ain't think I had a thought of suicide in me until life showed me all these different sides of me. Too many times I thought the Reaper was outside for me. And how the fuck is people that never met me that hate me? I wonder if they understand that I meditate daily and feel like my life purpose is to give inspiration. Despite the hit songs that there's just no escaping, that I take care of my family and beat the odds that were deadly. You hate that? That just reflects your lack of succession. Bless them. If it ain't Nipsey Blue, it's Detroit Blue. It's that Detroit too. I'm bringing it back to my hood like D-Boys do. Gone. So the collaboration though, the Nipsey and who? Oh man, I'll probably say Payroll or T Grizzly. Me and Big Sean talked about doing something recently too, so you know, all of them. I'm, I'm gonna tap in with all of Detroit. Fuck rap, I'm a street legend. Black Got me feeling like a ghost, 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 ghost. Guess I'll fuck around and flow, 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 flow. I just be ghosting, ghosting in slow motion. I just be ghosting, ghosting by the focus. She was ride or die till we got low mileage. So exposed, open door. She gon' ghost ride it. And all my future love songs, she gon' ghost ride them. Yeah, she was a ghost in the wind. She had rear view eyes and rose tinted skin. There was no synonym for her cold innocence. See, she never pick it up, but still she phoned it in. Congratulations, bitch, I'm Ghost Malone Thought that I was over it Instead, I am a overload Crying me a river, I'm just hoping I don't overflow She's a form of opiates, I'm hoping I don't overdose Got me saying petty shit to make sure that I don't explode Like what? Like, damn, you ain't a model, you in portrait mode If I got ghosted in the woods alone with no one know Falling through the cracks because I couldn't crack her moral code Ghosting, ghost, ghost, ghost. 
Probably bit of self-care and a bit of self-loathing I was a friendly ghost, now I'm Casper the friend zoning I passed in a headstone, resurrected and kept floating I'm sorry that I ain't been hitting you back I was too busy not hitting you back Finishing laps, reliving the pattern and killing it so I don't live in the past I guess I disappear when I'm feeling attached Cause I've been going Good through my own shit Commitment issues, living single Feeling kinda hoish Feeling like Keanu Reeves, Neo I've been focused, I'm feeling like R&B, Neo I've been so, so sick of love songs Got me thinking like What's wrong with me? I wanna take a bus off Like fuck off and, and cut off The people who won't trust fall For me Yeah why you got a ghost on him? Up and rise, tuck my pride, had to go for it. Woke up on a slab with some cold organs. Now I'm writing this song from my own coffin. Why I had to ghost on him? Rode off in the night like I was the four horsemen. Stoned and alone in my own orbit. Now I'm writing this hook, post-mortem. Just a few moments, we will hear from the most powerful black man in America today. Everybody, I don't think you heard. The most powerful black man in the world. Hey, y'all, they ask why I seem so solemn. On a throne between three stone columns You know the name, fucking up the game, no condoms Everybody goddamn first world problem The truth is inconvenient as non-believers Fearing DACA dreamers instead of FEMA Bentley Benzer, Abima, Fiji, Aquafina We fuck around and be the next Iwo Jima The tides rising at the same time like they synchronize For making art, for making love, for making highs The home is where the hatred lies, they taking lives But everybody just so saved and sanctified Then they rely upon, we the few defiant ones Communicating in higher forms than Viacom To dialogue before the war with the riot horns I wonder on which side of the lines I belong Lady Liberty, face full of concealer. I'm half master killer and half you master killer. Latrophobia, that's a fear of the healer. Kaepernick is an activist, y'all in fear of the kneeler. Everything's obtuse, nothing is obscene. Another young life was lost on live stream. Another great fell from grace and high steam. Then the clock struck 13, we in some kind of dream. First I'm handling first thing. Decipher what it means to a planet of earthlings. Where the question remains, am I a journal or journalist? Herbal eternalist, Olympic tournament, level genius, author of no turning back and returning, I'm not concerned with it. The permanent ink paved the way out the turbulence. My hands against the wall outside a billiards hall. I hear police discussing whether to try and kill us all. I question if that'd matter. Life's like a tree that falls in the woods, even with our phone footage to see it fall. 
Bateman chose the paper mate pen a state pen the firing pen of a pistol aimed at a playpen we go from musket to a missile to a revelation between heaven and satan while i'm steady creating and trying to separate the truth from the lies that they told us i even heard the soviets the 45th polis that ain't the photo they showed us or accepting the owners did they wash and toners my condolence to y'all diplomas here's a bonus the point of view to make things see through if i'm a walking institution i'm a hbcu face the music keeping it moving is one of the great things we do yo the devil trying to put together his gang me too and whether you come from lagos to trinidad and tobago you can either stay broke or be wealthy as jeff bezos if you just stay woke i was in the dark and they broke direct the questions to my ancestors until they spoke now inherently rocking the disco currently bars is cryptocurrency hypnotherapy shitting on everything five nine six four nerdy crystal clarity wonder how i spit so thoroughly stay so hungry rappers can't get no mercy that's the reason any other one who spit won't burst me it's so lonely in my own class formerly known as the description that your headstone has on my own path in my own world like disney's i feel the fucking system fail just like kidneys up steps the one who upsets all carriages cause it's imperative we change the narrative yeah and that's all first everybody listen check it out they go to everybody yo i got myself over everybody yeah every goddamn body I'm at the cusp, couple of hundred racks on the rug. Young Don, sons under the arm. He treat Lamborghinis like bumper cars. Got scars, chains around the neck like scarves. Your limbs hang out of thread like yarn. I'm the next big thing. Chicken heads claim the best spring cans. Run the ring, my head is on the top of the pyramid. Pictures of me and all my affiliates. The lit fillies like idiots. Killer lineage, let them know what it really is. Niggas are penniless with skinny ribs. I fire semis in too many ways. I'm feeling like Billy the Kid, skinny bed. You literally live as a guinea pig. If the Tims ain't on deck, you know the pennies is. Your fingers still penny pinch. You make me pull a Mac Millie out the Fendi trench. In any event, hold a 12 gauge, that's heavy as shit. Every clip we let steadily rip. Push your afro back to 76, motherfucker. Hey, Any good year, baby. Oh, some great years, man. Same five, same six. Yeah. 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 
Good joint Spence. This makes sense. You hear me? <laughs> Who did the beat? That's them. Uh-huh. When I pull up in that old school, that's him. It was sitting on gold shoes, that's him. When I jumped up with that bad bitch, that's her. Pretty face in her ass stick, that's her. Big diamonds around my neck shining, that's him. We be neighborhood big timing, that's him. Dope bear we designing, that's him. Niggas that be whining, that's them. Got a brand new Maserati, that's him. I'm the life of the whole party, that's him. When the hood slide up, they be like, that's them. Throw the north side up. That's them. Check came in the mail. That's him. New kicks by Chanel. That's him. Real nigga never fail. That's him. Acting like a female. That's them. If you really see something you like, that's him. If it's something that brings joy to your life, that's him. Big diamonds and they cold and ice, that's him. Big whips, big boats and bikes, that's him. 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 I just caught the blue face rolling, that's him. And you know what everybody told me? That's him. Don't bear, keep it litty. That's them. Who the mayor of the city? That's him. Looking fresh with a lineup. That's him. All I wear is designer. That's him. I keep money on my mind, bro. That's him. And it's a must I remind ya. That's him. Now when she sliding down the pole, that's her. Got the attention of my bros. That's her. How this new drip look on me? That's him. Honey blue strips to book on me. That's him. Fresh out the shop with that candy paint. That's him. So sweet to make your granny faint. That's him. All I do is make anthems. That's him. Now, everybody put your hands up. That's him. If you really see something you like, that's him. If it's something that brings joy to your life, that's him. Big diamonds and they cold and ice, that's him. Big whips, big boats and bikes, that's him. 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 Did she swallow? That's her. And VIP, I got something wet. That's him. Diamonds dripping, hanging from my neck. That's him. Ballet pull me right in front. That's him. Turn the music up, sit there and stun. That's him. I'm a neighborhood superstar. I'm him. Dope ad, they know who we are. That's them. I'm the modern day car canine. That's him. I'm the one who they call the guy. I'm him. I put on for the whole hood. That's him. Giving back, I'm always doing good. That's him. Ain't gotta explain it cause it's understood. That's him. Hey baby, show the world love. I'm him. If you really see something you like, that's him. If it's something that brings joy to your life, that's him. Big diamonds and they cold and ice, that's him. Big whips, big boats and bikes, that's him. 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 or so yeah we've I'm Professor Gable and I'm DJ Relic what's up with y'all oh shit your mic might be the only one that works I wonder if you can even hear us I don't know shit if my shit ain't working then oh that one's just hella loud maybe it's just hella loud we're getting so our we bearings back. We rocking it, man. I think that was DJ Gable on the keys and mouse. 
And uh, now we're going to listen to DJ Jai on the, I mean, DJ Jima on the A through Z's. <laughs> we're back to Old Soul Radio tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we got, it's been a minute. We got a lot to. I don't to, remember the last time. Yeah, neither do I. But, you know, um, we're here. And, uh, oh, shit, I should record. <laughs> oh, no, I'm recording. I'm recording. Don't play, play some music. Play some music for now, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna go on my live in a sec. Oh no, I'll go on my live later. So yeah, you gotta you got the music hooked up Ty, what you gotta play for us. Well you know, everybody that know me knows that's Pablo Ramirez and uh, he came out with an album. So does everybody that know you really know that? I don't know, man. Well, Everyone not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really just like the people I've been talking to for the past like eight months. How many people they don't even I, damn. How many yeah. people know you that know that? Probably a very, very small percentage. It's it's pretty esoteric information for right now. So when right. it, don't, it don't really matter how many people really know, but you know. But everybody you know, knows. Everybody, everybody who really knows. knows. If, everybody if who. If you know that, then shout <laughs> out to you. But and, and if you know that Ramirez came out with an album during the quarantine, shout out to you too. And actually, dude, I saw posters of it in Excelsior. It was pretty sick. Yeah. Just like damn. slap of like you know poison. But um, it's some classic shit. I don't know. We should start with that and then just keep going. Yeah. Am I on? Am I good? You're good. Yeah. Long way, long way, bitch. You got muscle. 
Yours. From where the dialect is the duffel bag that you're gunning for. And if they hand it, you want it, they scratch the numbers off. I'm off a different page, but I'm still a way that you love me for. Love it or leave it, I come from seeing that no one or nothing breathing could grow up to come between what you've done for yours. Unless you add like a hundred more. Live and learn. 14, hearing that all we need is to get a curb. Shorties used to turn down the henny and make the titties burn. Crown draped over my dome for I could get a word. Hey, 
since they drove that my block carrying Biggie urn from up the block across the street by the store where my man was put in position told him peep out the door one close another open until they cut the tokens my flow the same reason they cut the dope and you tell them it's all good it's all good then my people's on the curve that's getting to it but never said words you heard it's all good it's all good when the real's represented forever alive now how you living
Rock the party, you never forget it. Wet it, dead it. Uh, uh, 
up they won't let me out and i had a long day in court shit stressed me out won't give me a bail it can't get me out now i'm headed to the county gotta do a bit here i'm used to living luxurious i don't want to live here the walls is gray the clothes is orange the phones is broke the food is garbage a lot of niggas is living with these circumstances sp's the same i still murk your manses drug money the rap money work advances niggas ran and told i should have murked the kansas got popped for a murder attempt knocked me on d block when i was burning the hemp had a brick in the stash hope they don't take it to a further extent locked up and they won't let me out when i I hit my cell block, niggas know to threat me out. I'm steady trying to find the motive. Why do what I do? And freedom ain't getting no closer. No matter how far I go, my car is stolen. Stolen the registration. Cops patrolling. Patrolling. And now they don't stop me and I get locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me So I'ma ride or die and stay deep blocked up. Two toothbrushes up. Whoever wanted would pee. When I walk by, nigga, get up. Cause I'm locked up. They can't get me out. I smoke a stick of haze when they stress me out. Go and hit the bar when the wrecks be out. Can't wait for the day when they let me out. Cause visitation no longer comes by. Seems like they forgot about me. Commissary is getting empty. Cellmates eating food without me. Can't wait to get out and move forward with my life. Got a family that loves me and wants me to do right. But instead, I'm here locked up. They won't let me out. They won't let me out. First thing I want to talk about 
shout out to Sarah Beth Arnold. She had a really good question, or a really good uh, topic for us to talk about. I was on live earlier, and people had topics for us to talk about. Basically, it was, I, I'm paraphrasing, so forgive me if I butcher it, but if if you knew someone who was asleep in a coma for the last six months and they woke up today, what would you tell them happened in the last six months? Or what would you tell them, like, they have to know that's different, that, like, they didn't uh, know? Or they, like, it, they woke up and, you know, they think it's the same rules or whatever as six months ago, whatever it is, mass, whatever, you know? Just all go home and stay home. <laughs> you do everything on go home and stay home, bro. And then uh, call me when you get there, because we're not allowed to tell you. Fucking pandemic, and then everybody was killed. Yeah, be like, by the way, everyone figured out that shit is not cool. <laughs> that finally happened. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> But I mean, I don't know, just everything, right? We'd have easily like a, a nine-hour conversation, you know. There's just so much that happened in these last six months. I mean, yeah, I'd say for me it was like, to me it's like, what did we expect, you know? Like, like, like. We were just, like, living this, like, so kind of unnatural world. I mean, yeah, it was bound to happen. I mean, we've already been in this kind of, like, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, explain what I'm, what I'm trying to say, but, like, it's, like, the fact that this is happening and that it's surprising is the problem, too, in a way, because it's, like, there's people that can just do things and now everyone's life is like yeah i mean it is getting to that point in capitalism you know where like the 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 two sides are getting stretched way too far and everything's getting out of whack you know what i mean but i mean if you were that that person that's been asleep for six months would you be surprised me personally not i mean i would i would definitely like adjust but i would that's what i'm trying to say is like i wouldn't be surprised i would be like oh yeah uh okay so it finally yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So some shit really happened. Actually, like getting told some real apocalyptic shit. I mean, I don't really think it's apocalyptic. This isn't, but it just shows you, like, dude. I mean, you're not secure. You know, nobody's secure. Shit, I don't even. You ain't got time to be surprised when you get out of a coma. You're just trying to deal with the psychological fucking right. trauma I mean, of being out for six months. I guess the coma part isn't as like literal as just right. the idea that someone missed all this for some reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. It'd be a crazy six months to miss for sure. Yeah. The crazy part is probably going to be an even crazier future six months. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, you wake up for the winter. Uh-huh. Fuck, man. <laughs> that sucks. Wake up. We're on lockdown here. We're going to be on lockdown. 
What a. Well, also, there's going to be the election and shit, and that's going to be pretty crazy. It's just Getting heightened it. of whatever it is now. It's going to be heightened. Whatever happens at this point, like, nothing. Right. Oh, I would, I would be surprised if Trump won. I would be so surprised. I would be so surprised. It's because everything he's done a shitty job as president, you know, by the numbers, not even just like, obviously, you know, everyone believes he's a fucked up person. So, you know, that's what prevails. But even by the numbers, he's been a shitty ass president and the economy is fucked right now. And there's and we have the worst COVID in the world. You nobody, maybe China, they, they might be lying, but like everything is not looking good for him. I was hell. Yeah, I mean, you know. What's something that you two have like learned about yourselves in this COVID era? Damn. I'm not secure. I'm, I'm, you know, like not safe. You know what I mean? Like what? Like you can have, you know, like the only real safety is like you having your own. Right. Everything, you know, exactly. Like you need to be able to sustain yourself. That's the only real, true form of safety you can have, and even then, you're not truly safe, right? right. But that, you know, like this, like job security and all that, like that's cool. And yeah, like it's hard to believe that it'll get worse than this, or it'll go to some place where, you know, like fucking there is no economy and shit, and you have to survive off the land or whatever. You know, it's hard to believe and people say that it's not going to get to that point and I believe that but I also don't believe that mm-hmm. you know now it's like alright now there's like no time really you can't I don't know it's so you know how much time there isn't to waste because you need to get to like what do I need to do okay well then I need to I need to get to a point where I can have land and I can have my own fucking thing, things and resources how do I get there well shit and, oh and then I have to work through this fucking system and get money and take you with it. You know, it's weird. It's all intertwined, but, like, you're not safe until you have more of something real to what is actually happening. It's crazy. And it sucks. I don't know. But also, do what the fuck you want, too, because nothing is real, so do whatever the fuck you want because who cares, right? Okay, for sure. Okay. Uh, to me, like, it just really made me question what I want to do with my time. Right. You know, because I was uh, financially, I was on unemployment, so I was cool. You know what I mean, I, and I got the, the COVID relief, so shit, I was damn near making more money on unemployment than I was working. So I was chilling. So then it just becomes a matter of, you know, how do you want to spend your time? And, you know, it's really easy to fall into bad habits you know, it's just because there's no consequences, you know what I mean? Like, it's not either I go hang out with my friends or I do something productive, you know, it's just, um, it can be all of those things, just, it's a, it's up to you how much of each, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and, you know, I think that's a big thing, too, because, like, a lot of people are just like, ah, oh, if I just got, like, a hell of money, like, my life would be set, but, like, you got to figure out what you want to do with your time and that's really going to dictate whether you're happy you know what i mean right 
so I thought a lot about that and just like experimenting with new things. Um, read a book for the first time in hella long. Word. What book? Um, it was Kurt Vonnegut. What's the guy? I already forgot the name. No, 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 no. Cat's Cradle, yeah. It was cool. It was cool, you know. Um, what do you think the main difference is about reading a book and, like, watching a movie? It's harder. You have to engage more. More specifically, yeah. You have to engage more. You have to, you have to focus, which is something that people can't do these days. Like, you really, you know, sometimes you'll catch yourself reading, like, you'll read, like, two, sen- two three sentences, and you're like, fuck, I don't, I was not paying attention to any of that. Like, that happens to me. You know what I mean? And it's, especially if you're not in the groove of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would say those are the main things. Focus and just you engaging your intellectual side, you know, taking in ideas, forming your own thoughts based on that. It's a good process, you know? Yeah, because everything is you, you know? Every, you, it's like you're almost, you know, you are like a reader in a way, you know? Yeah. That's what I've noticed about some kids these days is like they'll be so into video games that like they don't even want to do shit else. Like that's all they want to do. And it's like that's I don't know, like that's not how I would raise my kid, you know, just cuz like I don't think that's healthy in a lot of ways, even though if you know what you love is what you love, but it's like a lot of kids, they don't want to, you want to go play at the, nah, I'm just trying to play video games. Like, nothing. Nothing else but video games. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to join a game and play it again. Yeah. I, I used to think in all aspects, like, video games were pretty like much a, you know, waste of time and like just being productive, but now I know that I'm just not, not that I couldn't play a lot of video games. I don't know. I don't think that's true as much right. anymore because I think there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of good games. But, like, yeah, I mean, it's a fucking, what, you know, it's your game to go to bed and fuck and play. And I mean, anything can be beneficial when it's, like, your main access to your brain, right? So it's, like, you create a channel of information that a lot of people have the same reaction to then there can be positive use of that, right? But most of the time, they just, like, capitalize off your addiction to it and just, like, keep you in it and keep you, like, low but high. And I yeah. think that's what makes a lot of people crazy. For sure. It's like busyness versus, versus pleasure, you know? Because, like, it's like, and I, and I think about a lot of people go into making video games any kind of art, right? Know, and like they have to like compromise and do a lot of different things to like make sure that it works out. Right. Just the 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 marketing, <coughs> the business of it all, and then that's when you start to like you know say like all right, what do people want? How do we do this? What do people want that? What do we want to make sure we sell this many units? And we're going to do this and that. And we'll do this and that. And that. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then you know, then it starts to, and then and then people really buy into it. And one of those things too like being a musician and you know being like I want to make money off of this and shit and and you know you're like 
can't make food yet, I should make a blah blah blah, and then she has to keep asking me, but it's the same thing with video games too, but it's just something about it, it's like, I don't know, there's like a bias, I, I think it's just because it's so closely asso associated with all its negative components. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. people see someone playing video games, they automatically assume they're hella awkward and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they are lacking in all these other areas. So it's, like, attached with it, you know? Yeah, that's how I'm sure when, like, people think musicians are, like, you know, everything's hella cool and you're like, oh, you're an artist, you know? And, like, that's true, you know? It's There's truth to both, <laughs> both stereotypes, yeah, well, you know? Like, a lot of, like, you know, like, DJs and producers and, It goes both ways, but like yeah, there's for like sure. a, there's a romanticism about like music and like that kind of artistry that like video games doesn't have. They still make like still a profitable industry regardless, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, crazy. What's the last video like were you ever into like a game? Like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four. On, on <laughs> PS two. <laughs> that was it though. Yeah. I got PS2 I got pretty good. Shit. That that was like the well, I, I guess I have a Switch now. I don't even think it counts, but, like, true. But, yeah, PS2 was, like... See, and, like, there's something about always being, like, bullet time. Always being, like, uh, I don't know. But the old games. It's just more cartoony, but not as, like... Games now also have a problem, because they just, like, try to simulate life too much, you know? Why are you trying to be? So, I don't know. I mean, there's that's cool, you know. I feel that way about like HD. Like I don't want to see this shit in HD. But like virtual reality. Certain shit's cool in HD. You know? It's like, oh yeah, you see the go go see a cliff, you right? Know, in your living room. It's but like, what well, I no, go see a cliff, man. Like you know. But what yeah. I mean is like, if you have like an HD TV and you watch a movie from like the '80s, it looks hella weird. Right. I, I, yeah. And it's hella for sure. Stu it's hella stupid. I guess I, I, guess I know what you mean. Or, like, or it's, it's like this, you know, like the soap operas that are super HD, but it's like it doesn't even feel real, you know? I mean, I'm cool with shit being HD now. <laughs> like, the new shit that they, like, make in HD, right, that's right. sick. But, like, when you fucking play, like, whatever, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory on HD, it looks like a weird fucking, like, acid mushroom trip yeah it's just it depends too like it, if it's like a comedy and super hd uh, earlier i said it doesn't look real but it, it looks too real i think you know and it's it's like i don't know i i don't know if you guys can relate but there's definitely like i'm trying to think of a show i've watched well there's shit that like is supposed to be seen in like it was shot in film film you know like like there are a lot of things sh sh I mean I don't, I don't really know but a lot of things shot in digital you know and there's a lot of things that are shot on like old film that it, like when you try to translate it to HD it just doesn't work it doesn't have the same feel you know it just still seems better yeah you know what I'm saying now like a like a old like uh, when I saw um, Hateful Eight in theaters they shot it on 75 millimeter or some millimeter or some shit and that shit was mm. I miss the theater <laughs> I miss the theater yeah I love cinema I love like Broadway 
I miss I miss going to the movies Honestly, twice though, a year. If they change <laughs> if they change the movies to where you can only be hella far away from other people, I'm hella cool with that. Yeah, that's fine. But that's like the whole yeah. Alamo Draft House. I haven't even been in there. Where it's like, oh yeah, you you deserve a seat and then yeah, you get a light and then you have to bring your stuff in and then there's people walking around. Right, but if there is a vibe, I'm I'm more down for the drive-in theaters. Yeah, that sounds well, dope. Doing that. I don't know why they don't have that in Frisco. They, Maybe it would be just too popular. I don't know. Well, I think they do. Like they have some pop-up ones now, but I think yeah, like they have ones all over Frisco. There's hella space everywhere. I mean, the drive-in parking lots. Or Concord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's hella far. Yeah, for real. Yeah, like where where are you gonna? Yeah, where are you going to do a drive-in theater here where you can actually – everybody has equal view of you? Fucking – They used to have one on Mission, I heard. Like that, down – What, is that, that abandoned, like, parking lot spot? Oh, you know where they could do it is the um the abandoned parking lot in Stonestown. You know how they got those back parking oh, lots? That, that would Bruh, be that would be perfect, yeah, dude. Right there, that whole parking lot. Yeah. It might have closed. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean well, – Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, that would be a perfect spot. Yeah, that's a big ass spot. That's or even like Stern Grove somehow. Not as yeah. good. Yeah, not as good. The drive through, the drive-in. <laughs> drive through movie. Drive into. Walk, walk through walk movie. Yeah. yeah, they could do that, but you know, yeah, like Dolores Park style. Well, yeah, but then that's just hella people <laughs> out like together. Yeah, you tune in, right? Yeah, yeah but like your car radio, like, I don't know, the, you know, radio frequencies, but like, why can't you just not switch? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not ideal, it's but. You get it, you know, but I guess, you know, it's good for, I mean, it's pretty cool that you can do that, but, you know, I don't know how much it makes a difference. I mean, if you just play. Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume it's a lot cheaper than actually going to the theater. You know, it has. It would have to be. That's like, come on. How much do you, how much do you think you're charging for those driving through parking lots? Like seventy like percent of what they would for a normal ticket. Yeah, what do you say? Five bucks or something. No, more than like, that. Like eleven, twelve bucks. Like maybe like I nine, I would say. Eleven, twelve. That's like. It's like matinee. Oh yeah, matinee. But who goes to a matinee? Hella people. Hella people. <laughs> My thing is, I don't give a fuck about a lot of movies that come out. And I don't like that. Right, sometimes... Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of trash. There's a lot of trash out there that... And I do want to see some older movies in theaters. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's what the... Like like how they do that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. They would actually get, you know, some cool picture projection. Be down to see some Hitchcock in theaters. Yeah, you can still yeah. do that trash can. That's crazy though. I wish I knew. I wish I could like go to like Psycho back then and see how pe- how scary it was for people like like in the horror movie genre. Oh, like, right. like The Shining, even you know, like people you know people back in the day thought that that was like the scary. 
schools for right. the students. I mean, shit. Now it's just a whole other level of senses, so. Right. No, well, they, yeah, they like calculate everything. What algorithm are you a part of? What demographic? What demographic? Or no, not demographic, but like, what is your like, like you know what I mean? What pops up on your ads? Uh, uh, like music stuff, like music, what music? Uh, or like, uh, that pops up on my music. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I have no idea. I've trained myself yeah. to not retain any of that I, fucking too, poison. You know, it's straight well, I, poison. I don't. I'll retain a little, but like I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't know what my ads are. I couldn't tell you what. Yeah. Like I just. Uh, uh, yeah, like. Yeah, like on my Google, I don't know. Um, Cause like I don't, you know, I don't Facebook, Facebook, whatever stuff like that. You know. You got the tape on your little computer? No, no I don't. I see. I get why people do it, because they're like jacking off with their computer, because they don't want people to see that. But I mean, like, <laughs> they're jacking off with their computer, right? So. Right. I don't do that. <laughs> so I don't need to cover. Blasphemous. Yeah. Well, what was another question that that was posted? Oh yeah, how to roll roll a spliff properly? How to roll a proper spliff? I mean, we could do that real quick. All right, yeah. you guys tell us. First of all, you need raw papers. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's a spliff or joint, raw paper. But you, but you gotta make it a mini crutch though. You can't have no full king size crutches. That's you gotta trim the crutch. That's essential to your liking. Don't be crazy. And then you gotta crumple the paper into a ball. Definitely crumple the paper. If you don't crumple the paper, you're wasting like point two. Of weed. Well, no, you're just gonna roll better because you have full dexterity of paper. Yeah, it's there's no there's no same there same difference. Well, it's both. I don't think it's a difference. It's right, both. Well, that's what I was saying. It wasn't a difference. It's both. <laughs> use a grinder. See the th okay. Listen, I use a grinder just for like convenience sake, but like I find that it's much better when you break it down. And like it's really broken down with just you rip it apart with your hands or whatever. Yeah, I mean it's clean cool, hands. That also, also takes like forty minutes. Exactly, it does take longer, but it yeah. is way better. Because the thing about grinders is there's always like other weed and grinders, unless it's a brand new mm. grinder. My grinders is is grade A, man. You got to get a metal grinder. This grinder. Never the plastic ones will always falter. It's but metal. Those are not. But I but this is grinder. the carry around one. It's the carry around. And I that's mostly when I'm smoking is carry around time. Yeah. You want you but ideally you want the like the metal one with the keep catcher. In the for sure. No, not, not for even for the keep catcher but just because those tend to be better grinders. No, yeah, that's a whole other level, but that's like when you have like a wooden table with a tray and like a bottle of whippets and shit too. Like you guys, that's that's the only that's the only time you really see grinders like that. <laughs> or you just don't have them. Right, minus the whippets. <laughs> and then
then you want to get some American spirit to back. <laughs> well, that varies. That's that's you know whatever your whatever your preference is. See, well, Jai is not uh, he's not a real split head. Oh, yeah. Okay, he's 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 a weed guy. But he but he's like you know he's got like the code to the safe. Like he he's he, he's definitely had his fair share of spliffs. He smokes them, but he doesn't roll them that much. He'll never roll them alone. We'll put it that way. But what do you think about like the ratio though? What's like really like the ratio that you should use? I mean, I'm a fifty-fifty. I go pretty heavy. Um, okay. And what about you? Lately, I've been doing very little tobacco. Maybe like eighteen, nineteen percent. Really? Wow. But uh, you know, I've been in the fifty-fifty range before. You know. Yeah. Sometimes I might be trying to get something done, and like be up over things. Barely split. Yeah, I do that too. I always hate that when I accidentally put too much. Yeah. And well, the key you you can't one thing you can't do is put too much in your first split of the day, because the ones after that have to have at least have as much tobacco, because you're every time you smoke you're desensitized. At least a little bit, you know. So you you can't have like fifty fifty and then forty tobacco, sixty weed in the second one. Now it just it won't it won't hit right. It won't feel right, you know. And anyway, what was the next step? So so yeah. So well, let's just finish up the spliff. So you know, you mix it up. Do you do you grind the tobacco with the weed? Nah, because then your teeth catcher is gonna have the, the grinder that gets tainted. Yeah, yeah, and it's re- just really not necessary. Yeah. Unless maybe if you have shag. If you have shag, the shag then it's a little wiry. Might want to cut it down. Well, that's just kind of ass. But all right, so then there's the part of actually rolling it, right? It right. is a little different than rolling a joint. It's not exactly the same. Hmm. I haven't thought about that. It's a little easier. Yeah. Because the tobacco falls in the cracks of the weed. And it makes it kind of more shapeable. Yeah. 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 Because it it moves more easily. And the thing about splits is it always, like, it's so much harder to get a joint that, like, you can roll. Right. Like, fast. Yeah. Stay lit. I'd say that's a good, like, 49% of the appeal of splits is how they smoke. But here, this is the this is the part that I always see people fuck up on is when they actually roll it the way they shape it, you know. Like, what it? Wh- how do you like verbally tell someone to like you know use their thumbs and forefingers and create a cone? You gotta make sure you tuck the crutch. The f- that's the crucialest part. Yeah. Has to be tight, right? yeah. It has you to be. And don't be lazy with it either. Yeah. Don't make take sure good enough for make sure you know. That it's And that's kind of the 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 advantage to to using the short crutch too, is that you can make it skinnier at at the at the base, so that it there you you know it doesn't have to be 
I find it's easier to baseball. roll a cone because you can you can be more a little more loose with the stuff at the top as long as you have a strong base. And then, and then but you, you just work the tuck up, you know, tuck little by little. Tuck it, and then you, and then you lick it, and then you, you like, you lick it, and then you just like slowly just let the paper like breathe a little. But yeah, also for me is like I don't even really tuck like the last quarter of it. You know, it's like very very loose, yeah. and then you. And then it, you can kind of like push the weed down, and based on the strong base, like it'll it'll have a nice shape to it. Yeah. And then I always, I always twist, but you don't you don't like the twist, do you? No, I hate the twist. I Twisting the, the twist, end of the split. I think the twist ruins the whole thing. It it depends if you're taking it somewhere. If you're smoking it right then yeah, and there, if you know. you're taking it somewhere, I can understand it. But the twist just like it just kind of looks prettier. Throws off the infrastructure. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. It like makes it unnaturally oh, tight it, at the it, top. Like, keeps it where you left it. You know, it doesn't. I agree. because no, when you burn, when you burn the the t the twisted tip off, it sets off an uneven burn. No, because you just gotta. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it you does. You just gotta be diligent because you gotta be on it to get that whole but see, twist then, part lit, and then it's it's like a good cherry, and then it like you know gets even. But see, then you gotta like. Burn it hella with a fucking lighter and like squirt lighter fluid all up in the weed and shit. Like just roll it up, like touch it a few times with a key, burn the end off and smoke that shit and it'll be the best. You twist it, put it in your pocket, gets a little bent, smooth it out. You've already like debunked the infrastructure two and a half times. So by the time you light the split, the burn will... 99% be obstructed. This is the part of the show where we recommend the listeners at home to hit up their local weed man and uh, roll along with us on the next episode. Yeah, maybe we got to do like a step-by-step. -step. Like I mean, like, you know? like here we go. Step one, you know. How, how overtly <laughs> do you want to promote smoking tobacco, though? Not, a, oh not at all. If we're doing that, we I mean, because eventually I want to quit smoking tobacco. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, you can for sure. But you, but don't you agree that even if you say you don't <laughs> condone it, by saying you do it and you love it, like yeah. this is this is an adult show, you know, people can. Yeah. But you, you, you can know. even influence adults to smoke tobacco. Yeah. I'm an adult mm -hmm. and I see <laughs> shit that I want to do on TV, you know. Yeah, well, you do that every time you smoke. <laughs> so get used to it, bud. Yeah, I recommend you smoke, man. There's also that shit. You just. I mean, honestly, I re I recommend that you smoke nothing. Just drink this weed. Like, if you could do it. Right, like. Right, whatever. Roll up a roll up a dube. Yo. Eat some vegetables. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah. on. Some fruit, but not too much fruit. Real quick, archivist. The archivist. Can I ask you a question, real quick? 
Can you tell a quick story about drinking this lemonade? Would you be down? Give him a mic. Sure, yeah. So I met up with Gable the other day and uh, went on a hike at Land's End. And uh, we had some Keef lemonade. And uh, yeah, it was not really... It was I definitely... I didn't realize first that there is a measurement in the cat part. I didn't even know that you just said that. I just <laughs> <laughs> so the whole bottle is 100 milligrams, which is a lot of THC. So with that little thing, you can measure out like 10, 15 at a time, which I did not know until much later. And then, you know, with edibles, it kicks in way later sometimes. So I was not feeling that stuff till way late at night. And could not fall asleep was like too jittery. Like I know I, I'm so serious. Like the left side of my body was like twitching weird in a one way, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck is going on? Is the left side of my brain, or is the right side of my brain fucking up? Because it's like the right side of your brain controls the left side of your body and opposite. Yeah. So I was like, "What the fuck did this mean?" So yeah, I'll just say I don't know. Be careful with the edibles. Dude, be shit. careful with that's the edibles. That's the shit I love about edibles sometimes, though. That sucks. Like you do that shit and go to the movies. Because of the movies. Take edibles for the movies. It's, it heightens the movie experience. So, like, it, it, it's like it gives you a level of, like, like almost anxiety, for lack of a better term. Like, I, like what's my rate literally goes up when it's like, oh, shit, you know? like What's a movie that you saw on edibles that like, you can recall? Like the Revenant, I remember. Oh, like, <laughs> that would be the, intense. Like the first scene, right? Like some intense as shit. Yeah, the and whole movie just is like, oh, intense. Yeah, the whole movie is super intense, and I was just like, really, like I, I, I like, we, I had this like pink milk thing. It was like, it, was, it felt like gross, but like it was, it was, it was actually really fucking lit. And then I smoked a blunt right before, and then we go in, and then like. Star Wars like that in 3D, and usually I don't like 3D movies because I don't want to wear the glasses. What I feel like they do 3D without the glasses, right? No, no, you still need the glasses. It's, it's just not like blue and red anymore. It's it's like darker or just like bigger glasses. They're not those shitty paper glasses. Right, <laughs> it's like actually plastic, and you go yeah. in. It's like you know, it's cool. It's just not the most comfortable thing. I feel like 3D change though over time. 3D movies. It's definitely a lot better. It's not like it used to be like stuff popping in your face and it's like coming out towards you. Like it was a cool gimmick, but in reality, it wasn't a great way to watch a movie. Now it's well, just like at best. Well, it know? affected the whole. Like if you don't watch it in 3D, then there's hella moments you're like, that was obviously just like a mistake of a 3D moment. You know, like just how they do the thing. It's like not as cool. Yeah. So it kind of takes away if you don't watch it. Right, and it's on where it's like, oh, here's this moment. Yeah. Here's this thing. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, <laughs> okay. Oh, dude, like if this was in theaters, it'd be the cool. part where you're supposed to wear the glasses for, you know, like, <laughs> better when it just adds to the overall experience of the lighting, you know? Yeah. That's the best way to say it. Do they do a lot of 3D horror movies? Ooh, that's a great question. I don't I know. Just real, like, I, 
Yeah, it was mostly like kids adventure movies. They probably yeah. did. They, why don't they do more 3D effects? Because it's really expensive and right. like. <coughs> but that's so, that makes so much sense though. Yeah. But also, it's like most of the best horror movies are like. Well, I mean, there's a lot of great horror in the new age. A lot of great horror movies that have been made for very cheap. So yeah. they just think it's not even worth it to invest. Uh, yeah, it's probably that's a good point. Yeah. But the, you know, for whatever, I don't know, man. It should, it should be like a full on animated horror movie series. Would Would you, uh, Dario? Would you play Danny Trejo's part in Spy Kids? <laughs> <Any movie>? Machete. Machete. <laughs> I definitely saw that movie in theaters in 3D. Me too. <laughs> Shit was hella sick. And Jordan, um, dude, I'll play any part actually. That sounds actually. I mean. You, Jack. Probably just someone who like is not that much different from myself, you know. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Should I? I, I what, what kind of role you think that would be good in? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Just just in a movie, not a play. I don't know. I'm, I'd be down for that. Like, is it like a? Be down for it like an action movie where I gotta do some actual like you know coordinated shit. That'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be Jump sick. Yeah, that'd be tight. You know, I learned some choreography and all that. Just do like a fight scene. That's true. Action movies <coughs> aren't as hard because like a lot of times they're not even acting. They're just like doing the shit. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> just like a lot of that. Like jumping know. off stuff and right. your natural facial expression. Yeah, like, like a lot of a lot of the times it's just like all right, just look at the table. Yeah, you're looking and. Oh yeah, that comes up and you're like, oh, <laughs> something else would be really weird though, you know. It gives you another perspective. You're like, damn, like you look at certain shots and you're like, that shot is literally just him standing there and reacting to that thing, you know. So like, who knows? Like, it could, like they could the the actual footage of that clip could have just been like ten seconds of some shit, you know, and then just do like however many takes but it's just like all right you're looking okay now you react all right you're looking and now you react it's like yeah you know you just like when you're pumping it out like that it's a whole different like acting experience you know than like than, yeah. than you know than a play you know because fucking like people don't even meet each other when they're in the same movie sometimes <laughs> like what it's yeah. crazy it makes sense for certain reasons. No, I definitely think it's one of those things where, like, if, you, if you're super behind the scenes with it, like, you can't enjoy it quite as much. Right, yeah. right. Or in, not as much, but, like, not in the same way, right. you know? Or you don't even, like, know what happens sometimes, you know? Like, you don't even know where it's really going. You don't even know if you're in it sometimes. Sometimes they cut you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm starving. Starving? Yeah, I'm hella hungry. 
out for the night. Thank y'all for tuning in to Old Soul Radio and um, stay tuned for the final hour with the Archivist here at Mutiny Radio. FM. Peace. You're on. Bitches say I'm delicious. I'ma have all you motherfuckers laying in ditches. I'ma kill all you rappers. I'ma aim with precision. They was rocking with your ass till they made a decision. All my friends making millions cause they know I'm my vision. A lot of entertainers crash. I can see the collision. That's it to make the money. I was great at the vision. I finna take all your food and I'ma eat up the dish. Everything up off the table. I'm starving. See a nigga ball Steve Harvey. Going up the dome. No Sharpie. Working out looking like a Barbie. Kid. Better not play boy like Cardi. Huh. Yo, ass against smoke by Marley. Huh. This ain't no game, no Atari. Huh. Land moving fast like a Tony Darby. She'll pro with the neck. One, two, three, four, hopping on the chat. Touchdown, NY, John on the way. Brown skin, light skin, she woke up today. Since I fly a lot, prefer to tell Jacob that I need a watch. You know the ones with the color ice drops. Yeah, money taking bets. Check my material on Halifax. All the favorite bitches say I'm delicious. I'ma have all you motherfuckers laying in ditches. I'ma kill all you rappers, I'ma aim with precision. They was rocking with your ass till they made a decision. All my friends making me. Cause they know I'm my vision A lot of entertainers crash I can see the collision That's it to make the money I was great at the vision I finna take all your food And I'ma eat up the dish Just got the keys to the mansion Diamonds like Chris Brown dancing Wonder why my bitch catch a tantrum Helicopter golf course landing At J House on New Year's Lenny S got the whole crew here She'll pro with the neck. One, two, three, four, hopping on the jet. Touchdown, NY, John on the way. Brown skin, light skin, she woke up today. Since I fly a lot, prefer to tell Jacob that I need a watch. You know the ones with the color ice drops. We getting money, taking bets. Check my material on HelloFresh. Shows that. 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 Yeah. Gang shit, on God, yo bitch, no draw, money bugle, eyeball, hit that, so long, chick like whips that skirt off race, money talk shit ain't heard your ice, brand new tips with a shirt on ice, nigga pop 
shit might earn me case. My man in the hood like compound wall. Tryna move out to a compound hole. Moved on up, nigga sign down wall. Top nigga, top dog, top nigga, top. Wait. My pocket, my pocket, I'm swole. I'm swole. My bit, my bit, that's gold. Risk game, risk game, that's roll. She won't vote, she won't vote. Flow show, show stop, show stop, show stop. Money and profit, I've been on dollars. I need deposits, I need my mama, lace up and brother. I've been impatient, looking for statements. Cartier bracelet, I ain't have Nathan. I've been waving, pushing Mercedes, you gotta pay me. I be rich when dust all settle. Fam be rich and don't got pedal. I can't leave where from the ghetto. Bucket under leaks when it rain the ghetto. I can't leave where from my promise. I can't not have chain all diamonds. I can't not make it count all commas. I can't, I can't, I can't. Look, you gone. For you, for you, pay me. She won't fuck, she won't fuck. Say please, bring friend, bring friend. Maybe, show stop, 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 show stop.
dark shadow as you're getting off the bus Shadow shows no emotion, so what's even the fuss? But the face of your boy cast a darker picture Of the red-handed act, he's gonna whisper Look, blood, I'm sorry, cause I know you got my back He was running, I couldn't think I had to get out of that Not long ago, you and mommy to the shook ones Now this really is part two, cause you're the shook one Hand you the tool as you question your friendship Has men like you gonna make me a convict Level of a felon when I've done nothing wrong Turned on my hands but I don't know where it's from Oh, you got blood on your hands but you don't know where it's from mm, You better run when you hear the sirens coming When you hear the sirens coming Better run when you hear the sirens coming